Welcome to the Well Off Podcast, health, wealth, live in top shelf. I'm Dr. Tara. I'm Gina Sim, and we are your podcast hosts. I'm a psychotherapist and CEO. I'm a marketing executive. I'm married. And I am happily single. I'm a mom. And I'm the cool auntie. I'm totally passionate about my four dogs. And I'm really passionate about the Red Sox winning the World Series. In this podcast, we bring you a broad perspective and dynamic guests to teach us how to attain our best health, highest wealth, and living your life top shelf. Hey, Tara. Hey, Gina. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Can you believe it's happening? No. This is this is so <laughs> exciting. We're here at long last. At long last. This has been a few months in the works and Tara and I have been busy prepping, making websites and graphics and photo shoots. Oh my god, the photo shoots. How fun was that? So much fun. So much fun. So and much fun. Did such a great job. We should give a shout out to Nicholas Lafredo Photography at the Jersey Shore who gave us an amazing photo shoot and amazing finished products. Yes. Yes. He was awesome. And we also can't forget your stylist who was there as well. Yes. Denise Akinfora stylist made us look amazing, accessorized, made sure our hair was right. So we were in really good hands. We were, and we've had a lot of help to get here. So, you know, obviously as you know, podcasts take time and effort and all of the things. And so we also enlisted in some help in a good friend, Jennifer Absuth uh, with Reach Catalyst Group. She helped us design and build our website and our logo. So we are so grateful to her as well. It takes a village and we have a good one. Yes, yes. And then we also have Taylor Stapiro, who is doing our social media. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how much help you can get when you just kind of put it out there. Absolutely. And we will give everyone credit in our show notes so that all of our listeners can certainly tap into that amazing talent as well. So on today's episode, your guests are yours truly. So you're going to get to know Dr. Tara and Gina Sim. And we felt that it was really important for our listeners that before we delve into these amazing guests that we have lined up, that you get a feel for who we are, what we're trying to do here, because we don't want to be just another podcast. We really want people to feel that the time that they're investing and listening is ending up in a result in making them a better person and building the life that they want. So we thought it would be a great idea just to talk to one another so that you know who you're going to be listening to. So Tara, tell me about who Dr. Tara is. So Dr. Tara professionally is a psychotherapist and also a CEO. So I am the CEO of a very large nonprofit behavioral health organization in New Jersey called Preferred Behavioral Health Group. But I am also the owner of Peaceful Minds Counseling, which is a private practice at the Jersey Shore. So I am professionally more than one thing. And um, I think that a lot of people are, but maybe they don't always realize it. So what is a psychotherapist compared to like a psychiatrist or a social worker or that kind of thing? 
So I have a doctoral degree in psychology and I have a master's degree in mental health counseling and I'm licensed as a counselor in New Jersey and hopefully other states soon. But it's different from a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist is a medical doctor that went to medical school and primarily prescribes medication. So as a psychotherapist, I meet with clients and I work with them to provide counseling, to work on processing feelings, changing behaviors, helping them through difficult stages of life. And my clinical specialty is trauma. So I meet a lot of people, children, adolescents, and adults who have experienced trauma in their life. And I help them get past it and become the best version of themselves. Awesome. So Tara is going to bring a very unique perspective to the Well Off podcast, because as we mentioned, we talk about health, wealth, live in top shelf. Health can be physical health. Health can be mental health. So we have Dr. Tara here who has a doctorate degree in mental health and is also a CEO of a behavioral health company, which I don't know how you do all this. That's a lot of stuff to do and manage, Um, but she's going to be able to bring the professional opinion. So it's not just, you know, oh, this is what I think. Like she knows she went to school for this shit. (laughs) For sure. If, if anybody Googles her, you'll see a plethora of activity from TV shows and podcasts and, and speaking engagements. She's kind of all over the scene. So you live in New Jersey, right? I do. I live at the Jersey Shore. I love it. Jersey girl my whole life. <laughs> Gotta love those Jersey girls. I was a Jersey girl for like five years. Yeah, we still consider you a Jersey girl. <laughs> I mean, leopard and poofs is still my jam. But anyway. <laughs> all right. So a little bit more about you personally. So you're married. I am. And happily married. Oh my God. Isn't that funny that we have to say happily married? Because sometimes people just aren't happily married, but they're just married to be married. So I'm congratulations on being happily Thank married. You. Thank that you. Is a big and deal. I have an amazing husband and I could not do most of the things that I do without his support. Um, because obviously if I'm busy, somebody has to pick up the slack and he's also an amazing cheerleader and such an inspiration, you know, always encouraging me, always on board with whatever plan or idea I come up with. And it really matters. It it, it matters a lot. So I'm very lucky. That's awesome. It's work. It's work too. Like you just don't bam, have a happy marriage. It takes a hundred percent work every day on both people's parts. And I think that a lot of people get confused with that. They think it's 50-50, but it's really 100-100 all in every day. So enough about me for now. Let's get talking about Gina Sim and tell us about that and all of your fabulousness and everything that goes along with being Gina Sim. Well, um, so the fabulousness started when I was just a baby. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) So I work for, I'm an account executive for iHeartMedia, which if you've heard of iHeartRadio. Who hasn't? Who has it? So I work in Hartford, Connecticut. Um, That's where I currently live, but I have lived all over. So I went to school in New Jersey and then migrated down to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, lived my 20s there, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I moved up to Boston and worked for AOL. Yes, they were still a thing in 2010. So I worked for them doing some operations and a little bit of sales And then from there, I moved to do sales for a cheerleading and apparel company, which was so much fun. I am a former cheerleader. Also, while I was in Myrtle, I owned an all-star cheerleading gym. I coached 
for Coastal Carolina University College cheerleaders. Um, so I kind of couldn't step away from the cheer world. And then when I moved to Boston, I kind of put the cheer world behind me for a little while and then moved down to Jersey and started working for an amazing digital agency called Single Throw Marketing, um, which is where Tara and I connected at some networking events. And then I moved up to Connecticut and now I'm working for iHeart. So that's kind I, of my professional journey. I love it. And what I love about it is I can totally relate because I have never done just one thing. And I think it's really important for our listeners to hear that because very often I think that people get stuck in a career or they are so committed because I went to school for this, so I have to do that. But they're right. miserable. And I think that if there's something to be learned just by listening to your story and our listeners will get to know my history as well, is that we're never stuck. And that one experience builds on to another and another, and it kind of, it creates who we are. And we can do so many different things in this lifetime. It really does. And, you know, one of the things is you got to be able to take risks and you're not stuck in one place. You can evolve. I mean, I'm on my sixth career at this point. And I know a lot of people feel like I went to school for this. I have to keep doing it. And also, you know, one of my good friends said the other day, she's like, you know, people that have stayed at a job for longer than five years are typically making less money than they're worth. Because when you kind of get a new position or you get promoted, there's always some more money to make. So you got to keep that that. statistic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been, that's been my fun journey. And I love what I do. I love the advertising and marketing world. And one of the things that we're going to be focusing on in this podcast is not just our professional success, but we're looking at the big picture and really the whole person and a whole series of things that create someone's life and their success. And you have a really interesting backstory and history medically that you're very generous sharing with people your story and you are a cancer survivor. So can you share a little bit of that journey with our listeners? Absolutely. Yeah. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2018 and I had to undergo a double mastectomy, uh, full chemotherapy and radiation. Um, and then after that, I had two more surgeries and it was awful. <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was it was a very long journey. It's still going on. A lot of things that people don't realize is once you're done with all your treatments, they're like, oh, good. You're great. You're healed. You know, fortunately, um, it was only stage two and I was able to kick it all out of my body. But the after effects, the medication, the continual things that you have to worry about with your health are always there. And so I'd say the, the positive thing is that it makes me more in tune with my health and, you know, what I'm doing with my body, how I'm treating my body. And it's kind of made me a little bit of a hypochondriac because any kind of lump bump or anything, it's like, I got to go to emergency room, get this checked out, you know? So, well, that's the trauma sure. of it. You know, you, yeah. that happened to you, you experienced that medical trauma, which is so significant. I have just hit my five-year mark of being cancer-free. So that I feel is a huge milestone and accomplishment. And I was one of the fortunate ones to, again, get rid of cancer and have it be cured. But you know, you never know if it's going to come back, when it's going to come back. So you just have to always be on alert and proactive with your health. Yeah. 
You're amazing though. I mean, to have gone through that and I've learned so much from you because I mean, I'm a medical person. I started my career as a registered nurse and still keep that license active. And even though I haven't worked as a nurse for a long time, you can't take that medical knowledge out of your brain. And just the few times we've talked about your treatment, you've taught me things that I didn't know, especially about the after. You know, yeah. so many people are very aware of what it's like for someone when they're going through chemotherapy, they're sick, they lose their hair, but it's it's once once you're cured, once you're healed, it's not over. Right. And that is something I think that you have taught me and have made me very more mindful of and sensitive to. Just really focusing on the health journey. And that's, you know, one thing we want to help our listeners learn is, you know, how to be more proactive. We're going to have some really exciting guests on here um, from doctors to, you know, people with personal experiences to people starting companies and giving back to their community. It's going to be it's going to be really exciting. So definitely stay tuned. Super excited. And listeners, get ready because we have some really, really amazing guests. So dynamic, so accomplished, and so much of what we want to embody here on this podcast. Absolutely. So Terry, you mentioned you are a spiritual person. Tell me a little bit about Reiki. Like I've heard of it. I don't know what it is, but can you tell sure. us about it? So, so the easiest way I can describe Reiki is you have energy. I have energy, right? You can be in someone's presence and be like, ooh, I don't like their energy or this person has really good energy. I want to be near them. And Reiki is an ancient healing method where the practitioner is essentially channeling all of the loving good healing energy in the universe and laying their hands on someone or close to them and giving it to them. So um, it's ancient Japanese healing. It's been around for millennia. And I guess like biblically speaking, people would talk about laying of hands and it's kind of similar. You know, you're, you're with someone, they're casually dressed, they lay on a massage table or sit in a chair and you center yourselves, you, you, you channel that energy and you focus on that person and you give it to them. So it promotes healing. It promotes calm. It helps remove energetic blockages. People will say that it helps them with becoming fertile if they're dealing with infertility issues for women. It helps people heal heal from disease. Um, but I practice it every single day. Um, and I used to do it more in my private practice, but since COVID that kind of went away and um, a lot of people now know what Reiki is, and I meet more and more people that are Reiki practitioners. So I basically practice on myself and my loved ones, but it's it's a beautiful, calming, healing modality. I'm going to have to check that out because, you know, I love doing all the things, you know, I do cryotherapy, red light therapy, uh, float therapy. I mean, yes. all these things. So yeah, Reiki, I might need Add to- Add it to your menu. The next time we're together, yeah. I'll give you a little- session, give you a taste. Cool. And this is so much too, for our listeners sake, that this podcast is about living your top shelf life. And that looks different on everyone. And, Mm -hmm. 
you know, you and I have had these conversations so so much, like some people, it's their dream to get married and have babies. It's some people's dream to like, whatever, you know, go to Disney four times a year, like whatever it is for you, that's top shelf. It doesn't have to be this universal idea of what that is. So I love that you're living your best life because that's what it's all about. Yeah. And I moved back to Connecticut where my whole family lives and my brother and sister-in-law have four amazing children that I just love dearly. And so they are my little buddies that I see all the time. I love it. And I feel also that I'm living my best life. So it's so important to see how different that can be. And we're going to learn that from our guests, which I'm so excited about because they're going to have so much wisdom to share with us. We're kind of talking about the view from the top shelf and living our best life. What does well-off mean to you? So well-off to me doesn't necessarily mean my bank account. I mean, certainly I uh, financially, we I think that most people would like to be well-off. But for me, it's that whole spectrum of things to be healthy in my body, to be healthy in my mind, um, to, to have wellness in you know mind, body, spirit. Um, to have healthy relationships and to feel that I am surrounded by people who I am safe with, that I can trust um, and that I can be my best self and and be well with. And then again, it's it's that success. I want to wake up every morning with passion and purpose and feel that when I end my day, that I made an impact, whether it's I made someone feel better, whether I made something run a little bit more efficiently, or like this, did did someone listen to this podcast and, and change their perspective? I mean, I, I'm here for a reason and I want to make it count, but then also having financial security and being able to do the things that make my bells ring. So that's that's an ideal life for me. Um, so your turn, what does well-off mean to you? So well-off to me, it's pretty simple. It's happy, mm-hmm. being happy. So whatever that is in your life, being happy. I mean, I look back at, you know, the last, since my adulthood, since I was 21. So, I mean, God, I'm not going to tell you how many years ago that was, but, right. you know, I look through my various stages of life and I think about how happy I was in those times. And yes, like, obviously we need money in the bank. And so like, you know, when I was in Myrtle beach in my twenties, I didn't have a pot to piss in, but I was so happy. I was so happy. Like I had amazing friends, you know, my jobs were great. I had like 45 jobs in Myrtle, but it just, you know, like I was really, really happy. But the one thing that was missing was I was far away from my family. And then, so kind of, you know, as I moved around the country realized there were parts of my time, parts of my life where I was not happy, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't living my top shelf life. Life is short. So if you're not happy, I mean, think about your life, think about what you're doing. If you're not happy, why? My view from the top shelf is obviously sitting in a mansion on the beach, happy (laughs) with a margarita in my hand, but no, like anything that just makes me happy, like being in Connecticut around my family, it makes me happy. So I'm living my top shelf life right now. I love it. And I love that you bring that up because again, it's all relative to the person. 
And I've always said that if you put a hundred people in a room and ask them what happy means, you're going to have a hundred different answers. So we need to know what that means for us. And hopefully throughout the season, our listeners will be able to pinpoint that from them for themselves, because we're going to hear from so many different people who have different perspectives, but they're all happy and they're all well off and they're all living, you know, their life top shelf, but not one of them are the same. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm so excited to kind of get into the nitty gritty with these guests. Um, We have such a variety uh, that we already have booked for this show um, from, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, doctors, psychiatrists, uh, politicians. politicians. Yes. Yes. We're going to be bringing a lot of different perspective um, with different topics for each episode. And again, well off doesn't necessarily mean that you are rolling in the dough. It just means what does well off mean to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to start this journey with you. And I hope that our listeners are as excited as we are because we're going to bring it. So get ready, everybody. We can't wait until our next episode, which is airing on February 21st. And we're going to learn the truth about candles. Have you ever wondered what kind of toxic fumes your candles are giving off? We're going to talk to Katie and Eric Roaring, the founders of the toxic-free candle, Fontana Candles. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. You're listening to The Well-Off Podcast. Visit our website at welloffpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Well-Off Podcast. Listen to us every other week on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening.